Since the beginning of time, people have always found creative ways of communicating. This is my way. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, and we need to talk. Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. On today's episode, we are going to switch gears a little bit from last time because I've got my very good friend, Kendall. I'm going to try to say your last name, Chai Moonclaw. Ooh. Did I do it right? That was way better than everybody else's first try. What, what is that's it? Like, How do you say it? That's, that's the thing because there's like a whole dialect to it that I can't do. You can't do it. Yeah. So how do you say so your name like, wrong? Just, that's pretty much it. It's just Chimunkla. Chimunkla. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just got to speed it up and yeah. not articulate as much because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said every single letter. <laughs> But anyway, so last episode was Michelle, the makeup artist, um, and we were talking about how we met on the set of a gig, which I'm not talking about on this show, just because I'm like, eh, keep it separate. I don't want to talk about it. Whatever. But we met you on that same set, too. So here we are, and all the people who worked with us, they'll know. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all my friends in L.A. now is people who worked on that <laughs> on the project. project. So, um, that's how but, it works in L.A., though, you know? Right. It's I mean, that's all you do. You meet a friend and you yeah. keep them for life. But, um, so yeah, you and I haven't seen each other since probably that day at the mall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like we see after each other Thanksgiving. at work. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, because we work together yeah. at um, Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out with a few people on that project we met. <laughs> that was like summer camp. That was 100% so, like summer camp. Summer yeah. camp's over and it's like hanging on to dear life. Yeah. Some people I don't even talk to anymore. Yeah. Some people I'm like, I miss you. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like you and Michelle and a couple others that I'm like, I see you a lot. Yeah. Or I see you more. Uh, we have to see each other more. Everything's um, good with everybody. Everything's yeah. going down. Uh, back then, like my boyfriend and I were... Like, on one of humps. Yeah. yeah. A huge hump. But now we're, like, pretty solid. You're solid now? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so that's... Well. I think it was because of David. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you gonna... I mean, you're cool to call David out. I'm calling David out. <laughs> Dude, tell me the story. Tell me what's going on. Um, I knew David... David and I dated. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, Which, that's we, gonna get into the segment. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, um... It's going to be confusing for people right now. <laughs> right now. there's You'll learn everything by yeah, the end we'll of the show. Okay. Um, yeah, David is a little... And David knows this, so if he ever hears it... Yeah. He scared me in the beginning. <laughs> what do you mean? He's just such a... He looks like big an dude. alpha male. This yeah. big yeah. dude. Hey, there's that lip balm I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so you don't. I can't keep up with lip balms ever. and Who can? <laughs> Who anyway, one? Welcome to my world. <laughs> that one right there's finished. How about that? I feel so wow. achieved. Oh my God. Um, but no, he knows, like, after, like, I'd had a rough night at work, he came up and started giving me a shoulder rub, and I was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. 
<laughs> so this is cool and he turned out to be very very sensitive mm-hmm. so do you still kick it with david uh no he actually broke up with me really yeah well yeah he said like hey i know we're not really dating or i don't know what we're doing but it's not working out for me and i 100 percent forgot to reply <laughs> <laughs> before but so i forgot what happened something happened and i had to cancel <laughs> and then the next day he texted me that and i got so not excited but just hyped on it that i like you're, you're kind of pissed off yeah like like what off and like why you, you knew know? the situation exactly yeah and now you're changing things mm-hmm. okay so i like texted so many people about it that I forgot to reply to him. <laughs> so you called everybody and their mother and be like, guess what David said to me? Yeah. And then you forgot to respond and to David. And then it's like three weeks later. So have you later, still not talked to him? Oh my God. It's been like three weeks and I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so far I have come up with, yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't make a lot of time for you. How's your mother? <laughs> Oh and my like, gosh. At this, so it's been three weeks. Yeah. At this point, are you going to just not? Like, no, I feel like dead I ass ghost? Say <laughs> no, I have like ghosted him like, right now. But like, at the audition, at an audition next year, you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> How are you? But most of the, the ghosting is because I have this stupid anxiety about mm-hmm. how. Is it a good time to reply now? Or like, like <laughs> Right, you you've let too much time go by. Mm-hmm, so now exactly. it's like oh now but it's gotta be a perfect reply. Exactly. With a very good excuse as to why you've waited an entire month. Because I felt I felt like three days afterwards was just me forgetting to you know, like which I did forget, but like no, but I suck with communication in general. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, because you were texting me last night. Mm-hmm. And, and you're I- like, sorry. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And you're yeah. like, you, just, one, you have one, to call me. <laughs> one works for me. I was like, oh, okay. What else is up? Anything or just normal life stuff? Forgetting to text people. Forgetting to text people. My sister's moving in uh, with, with me and what is today? So like three weeks. Yeah. We're going to have a housewarming party for her. <gasps> Finally. Well, are you, is your other roommates party? going away? Uh, are you just going to keep? Packing people in like an orphanage. No, two of them are actually working on a film set in Ohio. Okay. For three months. That's boring. Yeah. So for... (laughs) I've been to Ohio. It's cute. Yeah, it's going to be boring for them. But they're going to be working like constantly. Oh, yeah. that's There you go. That's the way to do it. Because everything's cheap in Ohio. And then you're going to work all the time. They bring all that money back. Exactly. Yes. So... So it's going to be not as crowded until they come back. But, <laughs> and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, but we don't, a lot of us don't even stay in the house anymore. Like we all like go out or do something or stay in yeah. our room. See, you know? I um, had a friend the other night who was like, hey, you, we're going to West Hollywood. Do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, it's Saturday night. And I'm like, yeah, but it's 11 and I'm already in my pajamas reading the Bible. <laughs> so tomorrow's the day of God. Okay, I'm just like I mean, like I would go, but like you know, yeah. But you're also at the age where you don't have to go. I am you know? literally. I mean, that's my thing. Like, I'll keep saying it until I am a 55 year old person. I'm a 55 year old woman 
the at inside. heart. Yeah. In the inside. Nancy Myers film. I got a cat to get myself an Afghan and a nice yep. book. A mm-hmm. nice Trump hating book. I'm yes. reading Fire and Fury right now. It is salacious. I'm ready for it to be over. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I'm just yeah. But I'm gonna try to go out with y'all. Yeah. Paul's having another uh, happy hour on Friday. I don't mm-hmm. think I can go. I can't go because that's when I'm going to Florida. I have to be so at work sad. at like five thirty in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday. Oh my gosh! So you're an opener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is fine because you get off by ten o'clock. Yeah, it's in nice. the morning. It's nice. Um. So yeah, how's did you make any New Year's resolutions? I know it's February, but I haven't um, seen you since the New Year. I don't really make resolutions, mm-hmm. but if I had one that just like was in parallel with the new year, mm-hmm. it would be like Twitch and Instagram and try to get myself out there. Oh yeah. Like on Twitch, um, I'm trying to like make it look more professional. What's Twitch? To... Oh, <laughs> don't see. That's me. Oh, wait, I'm like I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but I said I was I stream video games. Yes, because I remember that. See, I didn't yeah. know that's what that conversation the, was. The with that guy. I'll call him out. His name's Nick. He needs to get his life together. <laughs> the reason I'm saying this, okay, this is why I'm calling this guy out because he knows who he is, and I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast. If you do, I'm calling you out mm-hmm. because um, he said something, and he goes, "Yeah, that's super gay." Like. Yeah, that's bad. And me and Bernadette, who is world traveling oh now, oh my gosh, um, we were both like, "Excuse me," and he goes, "What is that offensive?" I'm like, "Yeah, it sure is." And he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I won't say that around you anymore." And then Bernadette slaps the table and she goes, "Or hi, could say it not at all and be the change you want to see in the world." So. <laughs> <laughs> And I miss her so much. No, well, she yeah, was in Italy for a while. Yeah. And now she's on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when are you coming back? <laughs> I've got things to do. I've got to talk to you. Um, well, then, I already found out if he was gay or not. Because that's kind of like, yeah. the way that I meet people is sort of build profiles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I build your profile. If there's anything you don't want me to like delve into, just be like, no, no thanks. Yeah. I'd rather not talk about that. So I asked him, I was like, are you gay or straight? Or, you know, how old are you? Are you studying? And he already told me he was straight. And do you remember Renee? <laughs> thirsty. She was so into So him. thirsty. She was like, Stephen was like, hey, Kyle, ask Nick if he's gay. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, Because yeah, I'm yeah. like, this sounds like a setup of a joke. Hey, are you gay? <laughs> What's the funny? <laughs> No, he, Renee just wanted to know so, if he was gay. And yeah. I was like, so are you gay? And he goes, no, nah, I date the bitches. I was like, no, no. <laughs> you it, don't say that. It's 2018. 2018 and you're you're yep. a Gen Zer. Not only is it you the, should know it's 2018, it's the end of 2018. The end of 2018 <laughs> and you're in Gen Z. You're supposed to be the most woke people I've ever seen in my life. And you just called all women bitches. <laughs> no. So then, what what was it that happened with you? Can I ask what happened with you oh, on, the, he, on the thing? He messaged me on Instagram, and he was like, hey, uh, we work together on that one project. <laughs> you want to get, not get together, but it was like, what a small world. No, wasn't the first message, though, I'd be down to game with you or something? Oh, no. Oh, oh, cool to he, game with you? He said something along the lines of just like, it would be cool like if... Like, he's, he asked if we could game together. Oh, did he? But almost as... It was in the... Like, he's doing you some kind of favor. Yes, thank you. Like, yeah, like oh, thanks. It was an honor for me 
Right. Games it was him. like it was like no, I'd be chill the game with you. Like yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. you're thirsty for this, and I am okay with it. <laughs> and it's like I never asked, not damn one time. Yeah. Mm-mm. I never said. Damn and then thing and to you, you do tasteful nudes. Yes. On your Instagram and stuff, they're the most beautiful pictures. And what was it he said about that? Uh, something about my butt. Oh no, he goes. What's the deal with uh, the butt picture? What's the deal with the butt picture? And you're like, are you judging me? And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm just saying they're cool. You know, yeah. And you're like, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's not what that sounds like. Yeah. So, and your comeback was so perfect. There we go. I'll read you a script. He said, Nick says, LOL, I'm down to game with you. I'll get you like 1 million viewers. Also, or, laughing, crying face. Also, what's with the bare ass pick? <laughs> and you said, how are you going to give me that many viewers? Also, why not have a bear ass for a photo? I think you're getting lost in translation because it reads like you're judging me, dude. Whoa, he says. Definitely not that whatsoever. I'm just saying it's a sick photo, LOL. Not a lot of people have the balls to post it like that. Why does it got to be balls? Uh, and then he says, sorry if that's how it came off. And your response, well, I guess this is a good life lesson. Starting a question with what's the, and then ending with a bunch of capital ha-has definitely re- doesn't read like a compliment. Spread the word. <laughs> and then that's it. Y'all never talked to He never replied. <laughs> so, Nick, if you're listening... We've put you on blast. Yeah. Do better, know better. He wants to be a doctor. I'm like, bedside no manner, way. bro. Bedside manner. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> so, this... Find a different career. <laughs> but yeah, so your goals are Twitch and Instagram and all that and put yeah. yourself out there. Well, they're beautiful photos. And at the Thank end, you. we're going to link all your stuff so people can follow you. Sweet. So, um, yeah. So this year I had, just I just wanted to invest in me. This year, mm-hmm. because I have been, I'm 31, yeah. got to be 32, ugh. But, like, for all through my 20s, I was taking jobs to pay the bills and trying to do my craft yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not gonna do things that don't bring me joy and passion anymore, and so that's what I'm doing this year, and yeah, that's pretty much it. But one thing that Ethan and I are doing, there's, have you ever heard of the Happiness Project? Mm-mm. Well, it's this book where this lady, the, um, I forget her name, Air I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. We got the book in there in the, in the living room. <laughs> but um, she was sitting on a bus in New York and she was just like always so busy and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, my life's fine. She was like staring out the window. She goes, my life's fine. But don't I want a better life than just fine? And so she started doing all these analytics things like like studying happiness and psychology oh, wow. books and stuff and what makes people happy. And she spent a year, almost like that book, Julie and Julia, yeah, cooking yeah, through yeah. Julia Child. She spent a year, like, experimenting with what makes her happy and, like, more time or this or that. Ethan and I decided we were going to read it together. It's not for everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just can't get it going. Yeah. Because we're like, so what's the project? Because you have to, like, pick something each month. Okay. And, um, like, be like, this month I'm going to get more, I'm going to get sleep. Enough sleep every night. That's going to make me exponentially happier. We can't decide what to do because we keep fighting about what each other needs. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't do it together. The happiness project is making us so unhappy. (laughs) We were so much happier when we were not doing this project. It's a solo project. It really is. Like, 
trying to do it with your partner. But there is a, there's a sequel to the book called Happier at Home. Okay. So we thought, okay, community project. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because I was going to be like, because I'm about to start launching a YouTube channel. Yeah. I was like, what if we do it on the YouTube channel? Like, we yeah. really, like, experiment with that. And he goes, maybe on the podcast. And I was like, eh, I kind of had it in mind for the YouTube. And he's like, I don't want to do it on the YouTube. And I'm like, this is my life's work. <laughs> Why are you hurting my heart? And I was like, we can't do this. We can't do it. Not together. <laughs> But oh my god, that's hilarious! I will say I did find an obsession this year. Mm-hmm. My new obsession. I can't wait to tell you about it. Oh my god! Because I want to do projects with you. Okay. Um, so on Craigslist, there's a section for free stuff. Okay. Have you ever been there? I've never been. I didn't even know that was a thing. Amazed. Do you know how you can go on Craigslist? Yeah. Like I'm selling my car. I'm yeah, yeah, selling yeah, yeah. my pantyhose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's also... I tried that, actually. Did you really? I tried to find people who are like, I want to buy your underwear. Like in a sexual way? Yeah. Or like, but that, that was the time Craigslist took off all the sexual things. Yeah, they took it down. Yeah, like, so now I'm like... Well, damn. No, I did for a moment when I was like, I want to do work that brings me passion. I tried to be a phone sex operator. <laughs> But there's no more. That's not a thing that's anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Like, there's always an on-camera component. Yep. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just wanted to ooh and ah at men for $2 an hour or mm-hmm. something. Over the phone. <laughs> Over the phone. No, not a thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, cooking dinner. And yeah, you're just, just like, like mm. ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, cowboy. So that's not a thing anymore. But on Craigslist, there is this space where people are like, yeah. come pick this up. I don't want I, it Like, anymore. I need it out of my like, house. Like, I just want you to come pick it up and that's mm-hmm. it. There's so much good stuff on there. Like, oh, you man. can find mattresses and couches I would yeah. never buy. I would, I would never be like, I'll come get your couch. Yeah, unless you have the I'm, money to really clean that stuff. I mean, I but know. if you have the money to do it, just buy a couch. I'll buy a new couch, you're right. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but furniture. like furniture and like like uh, shelves or desks. Yeah. I'm looking for a new desk because yeah. I need more space and stuff. There's all kinds of, um, there's pianos. People are like, come wow. get my piano. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay. Party house. Let's go get a piano. <laughs> Sit around and sing some carols at Christmas time. Yes. Why not? So, but some of the funnest things that I found on there, I wrote them down. So, there's pianos and organs galore, but my favorite, and I want to get into a space where I can do that. Yeah. There's always people trying to give away free chickens. Why? I don't know. They're like, come get my chickens. And, they're, and sometimes they're funny and punny about it. Yeah. They're like, you can cook them and grill them and fry them, or I don't care what you do with them. Just, just come get them. them. But I just thought, how fun. They're giving away free chickens, and then I could like set up a roadside stand for eggs. Yeah. Living off the grid. You can just, you don't even have to buy eggs anymore. No. Mm-mm. Not at all, but I don't have a yard. No. Nope. I'm going to get one one day, and then I'm going to go on Craigslist free. Get some, and get some chickens. chickens. So that yeah. Someone's um, totally selling a free coop. I can I can feel it. Yeah, they're gonna have it on there. And I'm gonna have it in my backyard. I'm gonna name them all. And I'm gonna pet yep. them like a real hippie. <laughs> so yeah. And then this year, I do want to get into a hobby. This year, okay. One hobby I don't think I'm gonna get in, get to be able to get into because this apartment's kind of too small. But I want a bird. <gasps> Yeah. I've just got obsessed with birds lately. Man, do you want, want like a bird watch too? I could do that. Yeah. Do you know Ivan looks like he would be a bird watcher? He does. Yeah. He works at Flight he... of the Hippogriff. <laughs> so you can just see him just sitting up <laughs> on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
But also, I thought about making bracelets. Ooh. That's all. That's all yeah. I got to catch you up on. Dude, I like that idea. So, and you can sell them on Etsy. Or I'll just give them away, like, gifts from my heart. Oh, yeah. Like, give it a kiss and then give it to my <laughs> friend and be like, my soul was put into mm-hmm. this. Do, like, one of those tiny jars and you just breathe into it. <laughs> <laughs> a little piece of my life was put into this. <laughs> you think or get, like, a hangnail and be like, that's part of me. <laughs> you make yourself cry. <laughs> cry and hang now. <laughs> little blood and a little breath. I'm like, every bit of me came into this. Okay, I just thought of a joke, but I'm not going to go into oh, okay, it. Instead, fine. I'm going to go on to, <laughs> go to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to celebrate. Alright, we're back. So, February is Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I felt like last episode I kind of missed Carol Channing's death. So I had to like give her a shout out up into the heavens. (laughs) Hey girl, thanks for the memories. How you doing? Um, But this year, or this this episode, I I wanted to do something to celebrate Black History Month. And I'm like, who do I want to celebrate somebody that I'm passionate about? Do I want to do something that everybody does? You know, because everybody's yeah. like Harriet Tubman and Rosa Parks. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. So I thought I would share with you some of the weirder facts Ooh. about Black History Month. Ooh, like, I'm excited. Black history, like things that happened in Black History that was like, oh, that's weird. So, um,. Here's a good one. Uh, journalist Ida Wells Barnett. You'll love this. This girl, I like, she's my new spirit animal. There's a journalist named Ida Wells Barnett refused to give up her rail car seat for a white man in 1884 and bit a conductor on the hand when he tried to force her, tried to force her. She was dragged off the train. Oh, she man. sued the railroad and initially won, but the decision what? was overturned. Oh, like man. this girl, like. Somebody's got to get this story to the presses, and I'll bite your hand off. <laughs> I'm like, she's my spirit animal. Spirit Just, animal, right there. Th- like that's the thing. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fight for it. It makes me wonder what happened if she won initially. You know, right? Like uh, she won. I'm sure some racist, racist. Yep. racist judge. Um, here's an interesting one that I liked because we're here for in California. The media made the Black Panthers notorious for their afros, dark apparel, and willingness for armed self-defense. But their manifesto for change launched programs that benefited black communities nationwide, like free dental care, bre- breakfast for low-income children, even drama classes. Yes, Black Panther. I mean, like, I know that I would never, even if back in the day I was a child during yeah. that time, I wouldn't be in these drama classes. But how fun to have drama with the Black Panthers. That would be so I mean, I'm cool. sure it's not them. It's not them, but, like, people <laughs> but in, like, you know, in the get-up. It's yeah. like, you know, so, um... Oh, this one's a good one. This one, I laugh so hard just because I'm like, innovative. Okay. You want something bad enough, you'll get it. Black ingenuity helped devise creative and effective plans to escape enslavement. In 1848, husband and wife team William and Ellen Craft made it to the north and eventually to England when she dressed as a white man and he posed as one of her slaves. A year later, Henry Bo- Henry Box Brown 
literally mailed himself to the to freedom in a shipping box during a 27 hour trip from Richmond to Philadelphia. Oh my god! <laughs> if you want it, you'll get it. If you want it, you'll get it. I mean, that that's kind of glib, but. <laughs> That's almost as bad as Kanye saying slavery was a choice. (laughs) So we're not saying that. But but this is just, it's really neat to see the ingenuity of somebody being like, I'm going to ship myself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to escape, and Mm -hmm. this is what it takes. Underground Railroad, couldn't get a ticket, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to ship myself to Richmond. Or from Richmond to Philadelphia. Seven hours. Oh my God. Right? (laughs) He didn't gnaw his arm off, though. No. That just shows you that James Franco's weak. Liberia was founded and colonized by expatriates. The West African country is one of two sovereign states in the world started as a colony for ex-slaves and marginalized black people. Sierra Leone is the other. Wow. I didn't really realize that, that it was just like all slaves. Yep. Because, so here it is, uh, Maya Angelou stopped celebrating her birthday for many years following the assassination of her friend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on the same day. She annually sent flowers to Mrs. King to commemorate that day. So maybe she's, like, younger than her age. Like, she's like, yeah. well, I've only celebrated myself 42 times, so <laughs> here I am. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, at, at age 42, Satchel Paige became the oldest rookie to play Major League Baseball and continued to play until he was 47. Wow, 47? Doesn't that give you hope? That, yes. I mean, it does for me because I'm in my 30s. You're yeah. so young and taught. So, um, yeah, gives you hope that you're like, oh, you can be a rookie at 47. 47. Which, I did not tell you this, Mm -hmm. I'm working at Starbucks right now. Yeah. And I'm 31. Yeah. I'm the oldest person that works at that Starbucks. What? I'm the old person. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God, you are the old person. Uh, Except for your manager? Yeah. No, she's two years younger than me. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. This one's weird. Um, I don't like the way they worded it, but I'll go with it. Because it says Langston Hughes' daddy. <laughs> Langston Hughes' daddy discouraged him from being a writer and only agreed to pay for his college education if he studied engineering. <sighs> I mean... Typical. One of the most profound writers we have ever seen in yes. life. Um like, no, fuck you, daddy. In 1967... Robert H. Lawrence Jr. became the first African-American to be trained as an astronaut. He unfortunately died in a plane crash during flight training before he could be sent on his first space mission. Sixteen years later, Gion Guy Bluford carried on Lawrence's legacy by becoming the first black man in space. 1967. That's like ahead of its time. Yeah. Good for Robert H. Lawrence. That's amazing. Um... Tice Davids, a runaway slave from Kentucky, was the inspiration for the first usage of the term Underground Railroad. Oh, okay. When he swam across the Ohio River to freedom, his former owner assumed he had drowned and told the local paper if Davids had escaped, he must have traveled on an Underground Railroad. <gasps> David actually made it alive and well. What? Good it, That's girl. insane. Tice Davids. Never even heard of his name. Yeah, dude. That's really cool. Well, that's just a few fun facts of Black History Month, because I'm going to have two episodes in February, I think, because it's a short month. Yeah. But, yeah, just wanted to do a little few facts. I liked it. Now let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about you. (laughs) 
am I'm fascinated because um, when I met you, uh, it's not just you. I met four polyamorous people on that project. Yes. Or in the vicinity of the, oh, in the vicinity okay. of that time. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I knew four polyamorous people, so that's what we're talking about today: polyamory. Um, because I th- I think this would be one of those episodes that a lot of people get a lot of benefit out of. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. everybody sort of wants to be inclusive, but yeah. they don't understand a lot. Mm-hmm. And like now, I think everybody kind of understands what gay is. Yeah. It's like, okay, move on. So now, and I think people are finally starting to come around a little bit about trans. Yeah. There's still it's... a lot of work to do. But, again, it's weird to compare the, all that stuff because trans is who you are, not who you yeah. love. It, uh, what is it they say? Trans is who you go to bed as, not who you go to bed with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a whole thing. But then there's so many different facets of non, of, you know, cis, non-cis white yeah. People. Cis meaning cisgender, which is the gender you were born with and mm-hmm. you choose to identify with that because you were born with that and that's just how it is. There's so much more. Like, I've got a friend who has a friend who is non-binary. Mm-hmm. No gender. Just yep. pronouns they, them. But um, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but po- but polyamory kind of fits into that space. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, it's funny. I have a message because I was talking to my friend who is a priest and he was saying, um, his name's Father William. He's probably going to get wound up. He's going to wind up getting quoted on this show a lot. <laughs> he, I sent it to him because he was on a pilgrimage to Israel and I was like, oh, he's going to have a flight. I have an hour long podcast about religion. Yeah. Let him, let him listen. He told me I had some brushing up to do on my Trinitarian oh, okay. uh, studies. So I'm looking forward to that. Meaning the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, there's some nuances you could have gotten better. But anyway, might have a, a repeat. But I was like, well, next week is going to be an episode of Polyamory. So that's going to be kind of interesting, you being a priest. And he goes, I do want to say I'm bothered by this. And I Ooh. said, oh, really? And he said, yes. Polyamory is a weird mix of Latin and Greek. It should either be polyphi- polyphilia or multiamory. <laughs> And I was oh, like, okay. I was like, that's it. That's all you have to say. He goes, everything else is non-judgmental. <laughs> I was like, okay. So um, he's like, live, you know, yeah, no judgments. So yeah, that was. I was like, oh, that was unexpected from my priest friend. He's like, <laughs> it mixes Latin and Greek. It's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people have actually said that. And really? Said that the term polyamory also just comes from Africa. Oh, and really? And then they, like, we all fused shit together and then created the word polyamory. Well, that's... Yeah. So, okay, there is a yeah, purpose so to it. Yeah, so there is a purpose to it. Okay. But I also d- derived from polygamy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because polygamy is, like, marriage, mm-hmm. whereas polyamory is just relationship. So, okay, let's start with a, okay. a definition. I think I just... Okay. I'm still hitting the table. <laughs> uh, let's uh, start with a definition. So, what... It, As a polyamorous person, Mm -hmm. what should I know what polyamory is? Polyamory is, it's pretty much an umbrella term. Right, right, right. But it's an umbrella term underneath the actual umbrella term, non-monogamy. Non-monogamy. Yeah. So that's what, that's the, that's the biggest takeaway. Yes. Non-monogamy. Yeah. Monogamous and not monogamous. Correct. Okay. So, and then there's nuances in polyamory. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. And then polyamory is basically a person who has the ability 
to or the just the want the need mm-hmm. to be intimate with more than just one person right. at a time mm-hmm. and but it's all consensual everyone knows about it it's collective so okay is it possible to be polyamorous like say you have a boyfriend because you do yes. have a boyfriend yes. can i talk about yeah mike mm-hmm. and that way he won't mind nobody ever no, yeah, he's fine so, you're polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Is Mike polyamorous? He is not. So, that is a that is a possibility that he is monogamous with you. Yes. But he's okay with you not being monogamous with him because you are polyamorous. Yeah. Just like someone is non-binary mm-hmm. or just someone like someone is gay. Yeah. Just like, it, it, is it that Yeah, it's kind of like rooted? a straight person dating a bi person. But yeah. But like, it shouldn't, you know, like as well, long as everyone's okay with what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Because are there situations where polyamory, you and Mike, hypothetically, yeah. have a third girlfriend or a boyfriend, and you are all three yeah. together in a relationship? That's, that was what mm-hmm. I thought polyamory was. Before I met yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. I met you, I was like, oh, they just mix it in like a big basket. Yeah. <laughs> like a tossed salad. Yeah. Just we're all here Polyamory is like one person, and then... Uh, polyamorous relationship could be multiple people mm-hmm. but if you say i'm um, a polyamorous you're like talking about yourself right yeah okay mm-hmm. so what is there a different term for if everybody was mixed in like a tossed salad <laughs> no i mean you could just say like, that's a polyamorous yeah, relationship, relationship. Mm-hmm. okay yeah or you could say you're swingers people swingers. do that i guess yeah. that's i mean i guess that's yeah. i guess that's a good way of looking at it that mm-hmm. We've had this concept, yeah, especially in the nineties, swingers. Mm-hmm. But it swingers did have a connotation of like that's our that's our fringe kinky thing. Yes, yeah. Rather than we we live our lives, we pre- we present as straight monogamous people. Yeah. But then we go to these clubs where we wear leather and swing. <laughs> is that that's my thing? Yeah. I grew up in Buck like, Tussle, and I was like, that's what New York is. They go to swingers yeah, clubs, like, and they always wear leather. <laughs> when, <laughs> when people think of poly like polyamory, they like automatically think about swingers, mm-hmm. and like I understand that because that's. Like, a term that everyone understands, that everyone knows. And that's... But that's not necessarily the case. No. Because swingers also... Yeah. It's like it, a time and a place Swingers is kind for. of, like, always about sex. Yeah. Like you, mm-hmm. you have sex with other people. Yes. Polyamory is not necessarily mm. always about sex, It's right? about uh, intimate relationships mentally and mm-hmm. physically, or either or. Like, if I'm in a polyamorous... I'm a polyamory... What? What am I trying to say? I'm polyamorous, (laughs) but my boyfriend's monogamous. Mm -hmm. So we create rules. uh, Couples will always create rules. Mm -hmm. And like our rules is that I can date and I can kiss and I can like go out, but Mm -hmm. I can't have sex with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and is that, this is going to get real deep. Yeah. Is that intercourse or is that sort of um, oral sex? Yeah. It's like. Where does it stop? It's, it stops like. You can, like, I make out naked, you know, but, like, I can't, um, I guess hand jobs, you know, they're fine. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, oral sex and, like, penetration right. is, like, where okay. it stops. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, no oral sex. Yeah. Like, no penetration. Propane is fine. That, that, that's yeah. your specific Yeah, role. that's our specific That's your specific role. Yeah. Um, 
And then he has the option that if he finds a girl he's interested in, he just has to tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you you don't mind. Like yeah. it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. you're like you do you encourage it or is I it do, just like because I I truly not whatever believe, you want. I truly believe that we're like most like if you think mm-hmm. about it, we're like really one of the only mammals that mm-hmm. are monogamous. Right. So like I like I feel like it's almost unnatural for most people. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and that's the thing, like, that I've had discussions with people over time. Like, there are so many people in my life who have such vastly different parts of me. Yeah. In that way, like I have people who I only like I have a friend who I only get together and talk about television with and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I know that's that's not that's a that's a false equivalent in yeah. that situation but there are people who who are friends that I feel so deeply connected to that I'm like they are my soulmate yeah but I don't have a sexual relationship yeah. with them and I don't have um but and I don't have like that physical relationship but the it it's touches a place that even Ethan and other you know other mm-hmm. partners I've had they don't, it's just like, it's different. It's, yeah. it's an intimacy that I don't feel with you, but I also don't need it with you mm-hmm. because I found it here type thing. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense to me. And are there part, I mean, do you, is it always, is there always a physical aspect for you? Personally? No, there's, no, there wasn't, like, it's different with most mm-hmm. people you meet. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's just like trying to date people and like, what do I like about this person? Yeah. Is it? I only like them sexually, or do I like talking to them? Or do I do like you their have mind? Partner, partners in your polyamorous life that are strictly sexual. No, because mm-hmm. that because that's not that's your rule that yeah. sex is off the mm-hmm. table. So there has to be some kind of connection. Yeah, I almost there. feel like David was that though. I feel like David and I liked each other because we were like hot and ready for each other. Mm. Whereas I well I I didn't date Ivan, but like if he was single, yeah, I would like. Just to, I would like to just hang out with him and understand his mind. And that's know? that's something interesting, kind of <laughs> taking out what that because that really was like I felt like a lot of us got very connected. Yeah. On that project, yeah. and I was like, that's what I meant by a summer camp. It was like yeah. I look forward, like I missed you people mm-hmm. when I didn't see you, and now I'm still like missing you yeah. people because it was sad when it was ending. It was and, over, and mm-hmm. we were exhausted. And we were done with it yeah. uh, by the end. But it's, it is sad because it was just like that constant. We were always together. We were, yeah. at, we were at the lunch table together <laughs> in the commissary. We were, we were, we were doing that. Yeah. And, and I felt that connection with people too. Like, I mean, you even, um, I won't say too much cause it's not our place to say, but you did, um, have a, you have like a dating sort of thing with someone who was brand new to the whole thing yeah the whole scene of you know of opening up their minds to mm-hmm. dating a girl for the first time yeah and i facilitated yeah <laughs> <by accident. laughs> i didn't mean to i was just like hey it just worked out that way would you be interested and they're like <laughs> maybe who is it and i'm like i'm not gonna say but i'm gonna report back so that they can decide if they want to ask you they will ask you and that's it yeah so and i'm like unfortunately that didn't work out because of time but you're still and, friends right but yeah so um but yeah, so that's that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, like, so what are some other things? Like, what are other? Do you know other polyamorous people, or is it just kind of like I a do, lo- or is it like, or is it kind of a loner thing? Like, I date other people, or because like, 
what I'm trying to say, I'm getting all wordy. Yeah. Uh, but like gay people, they they accept themselves as gay mm-hmm. and then they go to the gay clubs because mm-hmm. it's their safe space, which I've gotten really crazy about lately. Yeah. Gay, gay clubs. I'm, I get real paranoid and real upset with straight people who get Going, too comfortable yeah. with a gay club. I'm like, girl. <laughs> like, it's not your place. That's not your safe space. Yeah. Don't get too comfortable. Um, but yeah, so there is that camaraderie that you're like, other gay people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there that with polyamorous people too? There is like well you mostly meet them at like kink parties or online mm-hmm. and whatnot yeah but i've noticed that once i um just i put it out there like hey guys i'm polyamorous mm-hmm. then i suddenly get an influx of like hey i'm interested in that or i am too like are you dating anybody like right. tell me about your life tell me about your style of uh-huh. polyamory and yeah i actually do know a few people david is the latest person i found out about oh uh, oh he is too David is polyamorous. I didn't know that. Yeah, except he doesn't like telling people about it. Well, clearly, because I didn't know. Yeah. And we <laughs> talked a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's because he doesn't like the idea of people judging what Yeah, he I mean, is. I get that. Yeah. Because it really isn't, I feel like it's different. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can yeah. tell me. Yeah, yeah, Different than, like, gay people, because it really is deeper than sex for yeah. gay people. Yeah, mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize And different that. than judging, or different than judging, what am I saying? Different than, like, just dating, and different, yeah. it's, it's. It's a whole different way. You can't hide it. Yeah. Like, you can't... And why would you want to? But, like... Um, so, I mean, or do you feel like you people need to stop hiding it? Or is that something that's just, like... Yeah, it's definitely a preference thing, but I, I encourage spreading it. Right. Because it's, like, back then where, like, people thought gay people were awful. And, mm-hmm. like, they were, like, dirty and filthy. You know? Yeah. Things like that. But if we continue talking about it and like actually let people know what it is about mm-hmm. then it, it could become normal right and that's why I want to do it because I have a lot of people from Alabama who listen to my show and, yeah. and you know and the, and for better or worse like I remember when the trans bathroom thing was going on mm-hmm. people were like why I had one guy who was like why can't they just be how God made them I'm like okay this is a whole basket to unpack yeah. here. First of all, some people don't give a damn about what God thinks because yeah. they don't believe in him. And secondly, how are you going to judge people? Like, literally, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, and people, and like, I had people who were like, um, oh, trans people, if we let trans women go into the women's bathroom, there could be men who dress up like women and go in there and rape our daughters. I was like, okay, first of all, pedophiles are usually in your family. Yep. And second of all, where's the statistic showing that that has ever happened? Yeah. Stop being paranoid. If they were going to do that, they would have done that already. Right. It had already been done. Yeah. Uh, And so I do feel an obligation as a Southerner, to, like, Mm -hmm. try to educate my people. Yeah. You know, because most people I know do want to understand. Yeah. They don't understand in a lot of ways, and that's fine. But, okay, so another question. Yeah. Um, Do, so, okay, you are, do you consider yourself bisexual? Yes, I do. And is that separate and apart from polyamory? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So, because I know that you date girls and men, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if that's like, that's, is that a foregone conclusion for polyamory? No, it's, it's, those are completely separate things. Right. Yeah, like what preference, your preference is like for you mm-hmm. and like versus, you know, gender, non-binary and whatnot. Yeah. 
but wanting the in- intimate relationship with multiple people, that's mm-hmm. like a whole nother step and a whole nother life. Right. Like, cause you could do like so, David, he's straight. He'll never, he's like, full on straight. Mm-hmm. So he dates multiple women yes. and that's it. Yeah. So, okay. And you know, and I have, um, I wonder if this gets into it or is this just getting into the weeds? I have this friend, um, trying to be, I want to be as delicate as possible, but I have a friend, mm-hmm. they were a couple, they were married when I was living in New York, and they got a divorce. My friend was straight. She was straight. She was devastated when her husband divorced her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's moved on. She's fine. He realized that he is... Wait, what is it? Sexually asexual. Mm-hmm. And intimately bisexual. Okay. So, he... Roman- no, he said romantically bisexual, sexually okay, yeah. asexual. So he's really not, I mean, he's really not into sex, but he yeah. does have these romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. How deep does that get for you? Like, That's... The, the non-sexual romantic relationships. Yeah. So for for me, it's, it's all about uh, just mind and connection. Mm-hmm. And it's about that romance and that intimacy you guys have. Mm-hmm. I was okay with my boyfriend and I, like, our just setup of our boundaries of no sex because I don't really need sex with other people right. to feel connected to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yes, I love sex. Yeah. I don't need it. Right. So I, I understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, and I don't know. Like I said, that might be getting into the weeds because I'm just like bringing in someone else. Yeah, no. <laughs> non-sex and it's like, don't pile on. Let's but keep it But that's where simple. it starts. It starts mm-hmm. with wanting a connection with someone and realizing that you have all this love in your heart right. for like a second or third person. Mm-hmm. So here's a question that I sort of have, but I've sort of feel like some people might be like, well, how do you know? Like, yeah. how do you know? It's oh, Like, because man. you and I are so connected yeah. on a friendship yeah, yeah, yeah. level. And so, how do you know it is beyond friendship? And how do you know yeah. where the line of friendship is? Ooh, uh, that's... that's. I feel like that's a hard question. Or is it just like, so fluid that yeah. it's like... I don't want to... Sometimes wanna, you surprise yourself. I want to use, like... Being, like, learning that you're gay is an example, but mm-hmm. not everyone can relate to that. Right. So, it's... I guess it's kind of like learning... Like, you're in, like, middle school or in high school, and mm-hmm. you're, you're realizing, like, what dating is. Mm-hmm. And you're like, maybe this is what it is, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Yeah, that learning curve of, mm-hmm. like, is this more than a friendship? Do I actually like this person because of these reasons? Right. And it's... I just... You know, transfer that over to multiple people, and where's that line? And do I actually like this person? Is is this person, like, I guess, non-judgmental enough, or mm-hmm. could they accept my lifestyle? Do I like them enough to tell them yeah. about my lifestyle and want to include them? Right. That's where you. That's the line you have to yeah. find out. Do you actually want them in your life, and do you think they can accept it? Right. So. I want to make sure I cover all the bases so yeah. that I understand fully, but I also don't want to try to, you know, nail jello to a wall. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're trying to define it within yeah. the confine, but that's kind of what what the whole point is. Yeah. There is no difference. There, is, there no. is no that it's yeah. you you were suppressed by monogamy that is yeah. defined and now so I don't want to get too into the weeds about it, but um 
I guess my, how did you know that you were polyamorous? Uh, it definitely happened after I realized I liked both men and women. So and you were, you were bisexual first. I was bi first. first. Uh, I found out I was bisexual first, mm-hmm. and then I started dating, uh, like, some guy in college. Right. And then I started dating another girl in college at, like, kind of at the same time, you know, you're trying to figure out which one, like, But it was you before want. you were monogamous. I realized, yeah. Before, with any of them. Yeah. Before you were, like, dating, like, exclusive. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. before that moment. Yeah. So... It and was fine to I date around. Like, I had to, like, figure out mm-hmm. which one I wanted to be non- monogamous with. Uh-huh. And I just, I, like, couldn't decide. And then, it, like, both relationships kind of just, like, right. went south. Mm-hmm. And every time I dated someone, uh, I realized that I could, like, another person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It slowly happened. Yeah. The end of high school, beginning of college. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it just, it sort of was, like... You realized that that these feelings for other people yeah. were still so strong that you... Mm-hmm. Was it more of a, like, I don't know if I can ever be monogamous because these feelings keep coming yeah. off so strong? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, and, yeah, like, people have this weird misconception that the person you're dating and then you like someone else, mm-hmm. that that person is not enough. Right. That's not what it is. Right. These people are enough for you. You just want to give more. Right. Yeah. And 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 do you find that Mike is very like he is very much a part of your heart that this next person won't be that way? Like what I'm trying yeah. to say is like does Mike bring something to the table for your personal relationships that this other person that you might date wouldn't bring. Yeah, it's like, definitely it's something like stuff, that. It's or different. is it like a criteria you meet, like, I need somebody who's a Democrat, no. and I need I somebody mean, who goes to this church. I'm sure there are people you like know, that. You know, not that defined. Yeah, yeah, but mostly from, like, the experiences I've had and the people I know, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's different. Like, mm-hmm. these two people you're dating are different. Right. And you can't just compare them. Because then that, that would just shatter the illusion of, like, um, like, of just polyamory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you feel that polyamory is who... You, let me explain it before you answer, but, like... Yeah. Do you feel like it's who you are? Like, gay is who I am? Yes. Like, or is it something like... Is it something that's like... I'm trying not to trivialize it. Yeah. But, like... I, I choose to wear the clothes that I wear mm-hmm. because... This is how I feel I best express myself. Mm. Like, this, like I have a little bit of a, you know, a little bit shabby chic, a little bit urban style. Yeah. And that is, I can change that at any time, but that is how I choose mm-hmm. to dress. That is a choice. It is not who I am. Um, or I choose to drive this type of car because this is the choice that I've made for mm-hmm. myself. Or... I've chosen to buy both of those bags because I can't pick between one of them and I don't feel I need to because I have the means to get both bags. Mm -hmm. Is it who you are or is it a choice that you've made that is okay that you made that choice? No, it's, it's definitely who I am. Yeah. Because if it, if it wasn't who I am, if it was a choice I made, Mm -hmm. then I could just easily just brush off these other intimate relationships I've had and just say it's a phase, but it's not a, it's not a phase. 
So if you tried to do that, that would ultimately be detrimental to your relationship with Mike. Because your brain is just Mm -hmm. so pulled and your heart is so pulled that it's actually a detriment to your relationship Mm -hmm. with Mike. Yeah. Or whomever else you might be dating if you chose. Do you have... Oh, I got another question. But go ahead. I want you to go back. Oh, I just wanted to like brush up on like misconceptions on... uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So a lot of people have this idea that polyamory and polygamy and whatnot is equivalent to infidelity mm-hmm. but it's not because everyone is consensual you have to tell people right. and then you can set boundaries about what you tell mm-hmm. but you have to make the fine line of like hey i'm dating this person i'm doing this and that or you could say like hey uh, i'm not gonna tell you specifics but there's another person i'm interested in oh, okay and you like you, so some people want to know everything yeah, some people want to know everything. And that's okay. Yeah, it's for okay. For them, yeah. if they choose. It's what about all you about and Mike? The Do for you me, tell everything or... Um, it's mostly just like, person, place, what time am I coming home? What are we doing? Like, yeah. I'm kicking it with Kyle today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the mall or yeah. at his house. We're going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And, and then, I'll, you can, I'll be home at yeah. this time. Or I'm going to try to be home at this time. Like, I won't sleep over kind uh-huh. of thing. Yeah. Right. It's things like but that. But do you sleep over with other people? Yeah, I used to I used to sleep over a lot, but mm-hmm. like like I said, we can't have sex, so it's just like a bunch of hardcore cuddling. Oh my gosh, I just got so many more questions. Yeah, <laughs> like they just keep coming yeah. in. And I'm so glad. Okay, so you live with Mike. Yeah. Is there ever a chance or a space where you would meet someone else and you would start dating them, and Mike is your full on sexual intercourse partner? Does mm-hmm. that make Mike more important? Than anyone than the other people. I'm glad you bring that up. Okay, so most polyamorous, polyamorous, polyamorous couples. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe this. They're most of them do primaries and secondary okay. relationships, and that's how you're gonna see it most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a primary, and it's Mike. So, so Mike, there's nobody who's going to come along and you'll be like, I like her, more, I'm going to actually move in with her, yeah. and then I'm going to stop having sex with you because I'm going to start having sex yeah. with her, but I want to stay with you. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's never going to happen. I'm sure it can happen, but just commitment But I would need to find loyalty. someone that that's exactly. their... That I, I, there's no way yeah, for you to like, speak on that. Mm-hmm, because you want to spend most of your time with your primary, right. which is for me is Mike. Mm-hmm. And though I feel like the only way that could happen if I switch over to someone else is if I start spending more time with them and I, you know, like it's... And that and it might not being polyamorous, that would just pretty much be the end of your relationship. Yes. Probably. Mm-hmm. It would be, and yeah, for it him. could, I mean, hypothetically, it could yeah. not be for some other couple. Yeah, so, exactly. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's mostly how it works. And you, that's also something with like the whole, like, is it infidelity? No, mm-hmm. they, people have to know if they're the primary or if they're the secondary. Yeah. And do you find that like your secondary person, you meet mm-hmm. a girl, hypothetically, yeah. you start kicking it with her, y'all are having a great time, you're yeah. on the same page. Do you find that she, you, I mean, it wouldn't work if you were her primary, right? Yeah. It would, she would just, yes, exactly. She would have to be your secondary too, and she would... It's yep. like, you can find yourself a primary, I'm mm-hmm. cool with that, because you're my secondary, and yeah. I want to be your secondary, mm-hmm. I don't want to be your primary. Yeah, Is that's, that how it works? that's actually, yeah, Okay. but sometimes that, like, if I was dating that girl, and I was the only person uh, she's seen, it could, like, cause conflict on her side. Yeah. You know, saying I don't spend enough time because for her. Because, uh, another, well, I don't, he's not my friend, but, I, and I'm sure you, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um... I knew two girls that were dating him, mm-hmm. and one of them, 
I don't know how she ever was in a polyamorous relation or was dating someone who's polyamorous. Yeah. I'm like, you are so prude and stupid. Stop it. <laughs> So, it's not the one that's still around. Oh, okay. It's the other one. <laughs> I'm like, you're dumb. You're never going to, like, you're never going to be okay with this. So, yeah. why are you even barking up this tree? Um, but do, do you find that there's a lot of, it's hard to navigate the people who think they can change you? Yes. They think, uh, you just, you haven't met me. It's mm-hmm. like, well, okay, well, that's very cocky yeah. for one thing to think that it's, it's you're like that stupid thing where like people are gay and they're like, well, it's because you haven't had someone who is who's good in bed or you haven't found the right person. Yeah, that's not. what it is. That's yeah, it's, it's never like <laughs> so, that because that is who they are. Mm-hmm. And if you want to change them, you're just changing them for you for mm-hmm. like your. But I figured idea that probably happens to straight people. Or yeah. strictly gay people, mm-hmm. more so than a bisexual person yeah. who's polyamorous, because this person is straight, and so all these girls are like, "Oh, he'll settle down one day." Yeah, no. And it's like, well, that's not how it works, right? It's mm-hmm. you're polyamorous. Yeah. Do people um, choose not to be polyamorous anymore? Um, is that common? Or? There is a com- yeah, it's common for like older couples who are just tired of dating. Like sex like, is done. Like yeah. you're in your 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to judge yeah. anyone, but like <laughs> you're, at your, you're at that point where sex is no longer the primary. Yeah, and it's also common in your life for people to not give it up, but to slowly let it go once they get married to like their. So primary. you start. I mean. Or have kids. It's not really get married, but to have kids with someone. How common is it to have a primary and then a secondary and just have them? Or is it is it usually temporary stuff with it, the secondaries? You, it's, is it's it, all, be, like, depends on the couple. So it's, is it yeah. commonly? It's, yeah. It's, it's common that the yeah. secondaries are temporary? It's, it's common, it's common that secondaries are temporary to an extent you could be with them for a year two Mm -hmm. years a few months yeah but mostly like unless you guys somehow create like a trio you're most likely just going to end up with your primary like in the long run oh in the long run Mm -hmm. and so do you i mean do you have every expectation that you and mike are going to stay together for a long haul yeah and then uh, people are going to trickle away or do you hope to find a secondary that can like part of me yeah part of me hopes to find a secondary that all that just like becomes part of me and mike Mm -hmm. and i feel like and you so you do hope one day that you can be like make a trio an equal (laughs) triangle yeah we're all together i'm just as much with her as i am him would she be or would it be a girl Probably, it would be a girl. Mike's Mike not, is yeah. straight. Mike is straight, yeah. So it would be a girl. And do you, if she does, if that does happen, does she become a primary? Yes. And two primaries? And, I, and I was going to say, what, I want to yeah. say, we did not discuss this ahead of time. We had no pre production. I'm just figuring this out <laughs> no, on my own. You're working it your out really well. Because your face is just yeah. like, oh like, you're like, you are so getting it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, no, yeah. because a lot of people, when they talk to me about it, they just do the. The present, what's right now, right. what's happening. I like this person, but I also like this person. They never ask about, like, what happened. Well, I'm in my 30s, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, all, I'm about 10 years away from getting the AARP magazine. So, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, I'm all about the planning yeah. situation. You know, like, plan it out. How are you going to do it, you know? But, yeah, and then at that point, it's common for, like, trios to just not even find secondaries anymore. You're just... It's just yeah. a trio. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... I guess not monogamous. I guess it would still yeah. be polyamorous, but we yeah. are exclusively 
mm-hmm. these three in this polyamorous yeah, relationship. Yeah, so you can say, I guess that's monogamous to an extent. Right. You know? For two. Yeah, for two. But that's the difference. Like, polygamy is a man who has multiple, multiple wives. lives. Or this like, is not yep. polygamy because Mm-mm. you are just as much with this woman yeah. as you are with this man and mm-hmm. he is just as much with her as he is with you if that's the yeah the the case um so okay this is this might be a hypothetical you can't answer now um <laughs> but say you get a girl she mike is like love her mm-hmm. let's keep her i mean which is sad. let's keep her <laughs> let's keep her um but, but y'all are in this relationship at that point you have a very you have a full on no no limitations sexual relationship with both of these people and mm-hmm. they have it with each other. It's all equal. Yeah. Would there be, for you, would it be like you can't have sex with her alone unless I'm there? Like, would that be like sex is always between the yeah. three of us, not between any two people? That's probably, that I would honestly say, well, for me, that would be depend on the couple. Right. Yeah, but for me, like, it should be open. Like, you're all equal to each other. Like, so there just, should be... Yeah. If David, or David, oops, <laughs> if uh, Mike's at work and you and yeah. Beverly's at home, because there's you no have competi- sex. There's no competition. Right. Like, you know? we're done. Yeah. All three names on the bank account. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> so. Because most people, we have like this boundary because they're afraid mm-hmm. of what could happen. Yeah. It's but, a jealousy like, you thing. Should, yeah. You shouldn't be afraid if you're all equal and you understand each other and you mm-hmm. talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any more questions because I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting in this space of like, I can feel learning yeah. happening <laughs> for this show. So, is there infidelity in polyamorous relationships? Yes. Like, I mean, I know we touched on it before, but like, what, define infidelity it's, in a polyamorous relationship or in your polyamorous relationship, I guess. It's... When you make boundaries, limitations, and you go past them with another mm-hmm. person. And at all. At, at, like, yeah. And, um, like, me and Mike say, like, hey, let me know if you find another person you're interested in, mm-hmm. and you start dating them. It's, if I start dating a person, and I don't tell Mike. Right. That is... At the, what that's, point do you tell Mike, though? At what... Um, for me and him, mm-hmm. we establish that I will tell him immediately... If like, I find, if I, if I see a future with someone. Like, not if you just have a flirtation or... Yeah, flirtation's different, can you even, yeah. Can, would it be infi- infidelitous? <laughs> <laughs> would it be, would it be a transgression if you went to coffee with someone to just chat? Or, because you're, like, say you met me. Mm-hmm. And you thought you might be yeah. interested in, in more with me. But we never really even talked about it. Yeah. We never did anything. And I just said, hey, do you want to go get some coffee sometime? And that could very well be a very friendly thing. Yeah. Is that appropriate? Or I think for w- me, in our relationship, that would be appropriate. It's when I mm-hmm. realize that I could make, make the next step yeah. with them. That's so, what I tell Because him. at that point, it's just a friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. So... And how how does how is Mike with all this? Because I've never even met oh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I want so, you to hang. Out. We gotta hang. Yeah. So at at first, and actually, I was dating a guy. Oh my! I have to tell you about me and Mike first. How he <laughs> like how it started. Yeah. Okay, so Mike and I started off as fuck buddies, <laughs> and we actually it's, we were in a friend group, and we hid it from our friend group. 
Because oh, so y'all were just hanging like like we did with our summer camp situation. Yeah, we were and all just like hanging out, and then we started go out and do this thing. But we hit it because someone else in the friend group like had the biggest crush on me. On you. Yeah. So we like flies to honey. Yeah. That's what I used to say to you. Oh my god, that's awful. Bees around the house. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Fuck that dude. I know. I see you all the time at work now. So to explain real quick. Kendall, Kendall was asking me, like, do you think so-and-so would like me? And I was like, I'm not sure. And she's like, why? And I said, can I be honest with you? And she's like, yes. And I was like, you've got a, you've got a Mike, you've got a David, you've got an Ivan. There's a whole lot of bees buzzing around this yeah. hive. And this person, it was about the person who was trying to date a girl for the first time. I was yeah. like, that's a real intimidating situation mm-hmm. to have to try to date a girl but also compete with three guys. Yeah. That might be a little intimidating for her. So she asked me this. Well, then this other guy we worked with is like, you've always got boys buzzing around your hive, don't you? Like, volunteered it without any kind of like in, <laughs> solicitation like in the of this break room, but with a, like all right. the people there. And I was like, that's not appropriate. You don't get to yeah. slut shame someone. She asked my opinion. <laughs> so, what? Why? Anyway, that's what that inside joke was. I don't was, even remember what we were talking about before that. I, 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 can't <laughs> I just don't like him. <laughs> he's got a he's got a temper. Yeah, and every time I see him, he always just goes, "Hey!" Like he knows, like I don't like him. Like, "Hey, how you doing?" I don't. Like, I think he walks through con- through life with a blind confidence <laughs> that he thinks everyone thinks he is like Ferris Bueller or something. Just like, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, we don't. No, we really don't. You're not Bueller. I mean, one night he got mad at a at a dresser, <laughs> a costumer. Really? Well, did did Garrett not tell you about that? Uh-uh. He tried to offer help to the costumer because she was short staffed. Yeah. And she said, you can't because you're not in the costumers union. Yeah. So you can't touch these clothes like this. You can only touch the clothes that you wear. Yeah. And I think Garrett's. He way. turned around and goes, "This is why there's terrorism in the world." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? That's a big leap. <laughs> He's like, Garrett was like, what? And he goes, because we can't help each other. I'm like, it's no, not my terrorism not, in the world. I'm not that's sure that's not, what that is. No. That's a union thing. Everybody's got one <laughs> in this industry. Oh but anyway, God. we're getting off topic. Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was just... Okay, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we're, we're back to you and yeah. Mike. How so y'all got someone, together. Someone liked like, you. Someone liked me, so we kept it a secret. But there was also known that I was dating another person. Like Oh, so you were dating someone else. Yeah, and everyone like knew about that. Yeah. And I was like unsure about this dude. And then sometime Mike and I like it was like a house party and then at night he slept over. But we like woke up at three AM and we both just started crying. We we're like, Oh what am I? Yeah, we we're oh, like wow. we we're like drunk and hung over at the same time. I've we're done like, that. We want I wanna <laughs> be with you. Like let's just be together. And then we ended up being together, but then I had to address the situation of the other so guy did the he next know, day. It, did he know at that point that you were polyamorous? Um, I thought he did, but I found out like a couple, it's been four years now that right. we're together, but I found out probably like two years ago that he didn't realize fully what was happening. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's still kind of a new concept. It is, exactly. At large. Yeah. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. a new concept or whatever, but it's yeah. a new concept to come to the mainstream mm-hmm. of like, this is a way of living and it's yeah. fine. So I was I was dating a dude and I asked him like the week that we decided to be exclusive. Yeah. Can I still see this guy? Like, are you like, how do you feel about that? 
Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, he told me no, so I dropped that guy. And then I started dating Michael. And then for some reason, I ended up being monogamous with Michael. Maybe just because I Your did, boyfriend now. Yeah my, yeah, my boyfriend now. Maybe just because I couldn't find anyone I was mm-hmm. interested in. Like, it was in Arizona, and I hated Arizona. And you I were living in Arizona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got more to talk about I later know. over coffee. But yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I just never found anyone of interest mm-hmm. in Arizona. Well, does Mike have a preference over a guy or a girl for you? Like, is there a level of comfort for him? Oh, yeah. He um, prefers me dating girls in the case that he can catch feelings, too. Oh, so, so I mean, like, it's not really a jealousy thing of, like, I'd rather you be dating girls. Yeah, no. Because my head can wrap around. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. This is what we'd like to come to. Because mm-hmm, he, he wants to be included. And he wants to do it. So if you started dating a girl, would you bring her over and like kind of start? Yeah, I would try or to would like you, push. Yeah. You would want to push her into, like bring her in so that she knows him. Yeah. So that you don't have this connection that he's not part of for mm-hmm. months and months and months and months. Yeah. And now y'all are connected as a secondary and then they have to get to know Mike. Yeah. It's, so, okay. Yeah. It, I guess I would have to feel it out, you know. Right. But if, like, when I'm dating a guy, like, there's no way, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even want to meet any of the Has guys, Mike ever know? brought anybody home that Mm-mm. is a potential? Not No, yet. he's he's never even tried to date. Not, not. Do yeah. You, are you okay if he never does? I mean, I want him to, like, because he's interested in it and he knows it, mm-hmm. but he's just, I don't know, he's. I mean, you know, it's like, maybe, I wonder if it's like this for Mike, that he's like, that's just not who I am, that's not what we do, but then it's like, I want you to sleep with women. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) there's a catch. There's gotta be a catch. There's gotta be a catch here. Am I about to get duped? Yeah, so I just think so. It's like, when you, when you were like, I mean, I guess almost like, you can eat any of the cake in this bakery and not gain an ounce. (laughs) It's like, like, Why? I don't feel naturally inclined to do that, but why wouldn't I if I have the yeah uh, if the go ahead? You know, I feel like that might be what he's is Probably. that is that sort of how it is I, or I don't know. It's, can you develop polyamory, or do you um, think it's just like something you're naturally inclined to? I think it, I think it's mostly something you're naturally inclined to. Mm-hmm. But if you know, it's like if you're surrounded by it. And you learn from it, you accept it. Well, sure. You I mean, know? You, that's, yeah. That's how cults happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything's normal if you're born into it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. But, like, things like that, yeah. And just so you know, it was a joke. I'm not comparing <laughs> polyamory to a cult. It's not how it is because the base, no. the basis, the root foundation of polyamory is yeah. consent. No, don't. <laughs> Thank you. No. I think the only way that you could develop and grow into it is if you truly accept it. Right. Yeah. And, that's and do you think he's there yet? No. He's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Not for himself. For But he does accept it. He does you. accept it. For you. For any, like for me and for anyone. Well, I mean, it's, I, it's different mm-hmm. accepting it for you and accepting it for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's great. Yeah. Like, I accept sex with women... For everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> but not. <laughs> it's like, I am A-OK with sex with women. <laughs> However. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame a guy. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> so. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a camera so you guys could see just 
like the gestures we're making. I make big hand gestures. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, is there anything else I should know about polyamory? No, I feel like we covered it. I feel like, I feel yeah. like I know polyamory and, um, oh, here's one that yeah. might be worth nothing. What are, like, if someone thinks they might be polyamory or they've never even considered it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's listening and they just haven't been able to make relationships work. Yeah. And it's because they're polyamorous, but they don't know yet. Yeah. Like, what are the signs? How would they know? Like, what would be, is um, there any way to know? You? No, you can't really know unless you actually talk to someone with it, about it, and, like, try it out. Well, I'm going to be giving your Instagram after this is over, so if anybody has questions, ask Kendall. Just research it, and if you start finding Mm. parallels... See, that's why I was like, this might be worth nothing, this question. (laughs) Throw away. There's no way to know for sure. No, just, like, find parallels with your life and the research and see if it's actually something that could work out with you. Mm-hmm. You have to find the community. Are there, do you, are, I don't know, I wonder, is, are there any blogs that you can like read people's like testimonials about polyamory yeah. or is there like a, There's not like a specific one. Like, just, yeah, yeah, like people write it and like, mm. whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I'm su- I told you I'm such a 55 year old woman. <laughs> I should have AOL. You've got mail. You've got Like when you could just go on a blog and be like, oh, I read this letter. No, yeah, that's not no. how people do things I mean, anymore. I'm sure there are some, <laughs> but I myself never had to, like, really look up that because I already, like, mm-hmm. accepted myself and whatnot. Right, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it probably yeah. com- does it come easier for some than others? Yeah, of course. Is there ever an element of guilt? Like, if you're doing yes. everything correctly, you're mm-hmm. doing everything correctly, you are abiding by all your rules, is there still guilt that comes into it at times? It... Not with what I'm doing. I feel guilty for what I'm making Mike feel or go mm. through. Because I can tell that he's very, um, I, don't, I don't know if jealous, but like he's... Um, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle to, to wrap your brain around. Especially in the beginning. When Especially when you have expectations of, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet a woman. Yeah. I'm going to have some babies. We're going to yep. do our life. And then we're going to die. And then you came along and made him fall in love and was like, well, that's not how it's going <laughs> to go. Sorry. sorry There's going to be that. a few extra things in yeah. there. So I get it. It's a struggle. Yeah. But um, do you find solace in the fact that you're like, no, I did everything I was supposed to do. I told him yeah. exactly who I was. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly who I am. We know the rules. Yeah. We've set the rules. If we're going to change the rules, we got to have a discussion. Mm-hmm. And he has to be okay with not having rules changed. Yeah. If that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. He, you, he is he that how you find it. your guilt? Yeah. Relieved. Mm-hmm. So well, there you go. I love it. I don't, this might have been the most random up and down everywhere conversation, <laughs> but I hope that everybody felt good about it. Yeah. And because... I hope it teaches some people and enlightens some people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If people have other questions, I see her all the time. I'll bring her back. Yeah, let's On the go. show every two weeks. We We're have like one. like half an hour away. <laughs> um, oh, before we go, mm-hmm. I uh, always open the floor on the show for recommendations. Like things that you found that you do, that you like, products or shows or anything that you're just like, I'm on fire for this. Let me share it with the world. Is there anything you feel like you want to share with people? Uh, Bondage. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. Really? Okay, tell me why. Let's do this. Let's, Let's get into this. Okay, because... 
a lot of people are stuck in this world that we're saying where you meet a girl, you date her, you marry mm-hmm. her, you have kids, you have vanilla sex. Yeah. You know? But if you open your your eyes and your mind to and your body to other things, mm-hmm. then like you can start accepting things more and you can find yourself. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people find themselves outside the box of vanilla sex. Mm-hmm. If you know Is that what you're doing now? Thing. Bondage? Yeah, I used to, I do that all the time. Well, I see some of your pictures. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was, you know, mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's like a whole nother topic. <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll have another episode. Don't worry. <laughs> it won't be quite as long. But yeah. um, anything else? No, it's just a good part. Like, it's just good intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. I like it. I dig it. So there's intimacy in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, let me see. I have, okay, of course, you know, my recommendation is Craigslist Free. Because you're going to find a table or a chair or a desk or something that you can sand down, repaint, make it your own. There are some beautiful roll-top desks on there that, you know, you'd never destroy an an ornate, beautiful roll-top desk. But these things are busted and crusted, so I might as well sand it down and paint it like a clouds or something. I don't know. It's it's so much fun. The, the, (laughs) the The exuberant just possibilities on mm-hmm. this place. Don't send down the chickens. Just put them in the no. yard and feed them some feed corn. Feed them some corn. Get some eggs. Um, also, I this is a little bit late, but if you're not watching Grace and Frankie on Netflix, you're missing out. Oh, I don't watch it. You're missing out. I'm missing out. There's only five seasons. There's 13 episodes per season. You can binge watch that on a weekend. Oh, yeah. Because they're 30 minutes a piece. And it's Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. And Sam Waterston from uh, from uh, Law and Order. Hello. Oh, okay. Criminal. Okay. Uh, he's gay. And Martin Sheen. Okay. Boom. Down. It's, it's, there's no reason <laughs> not to watch it. No reason. And there's all kinds of um, guest stars. I just, I love it mm-hmm. so much. I told mm-hmm. my friend Jim from church. I was like, you got to watch this. You're going to love it. <laughs> Old people being funny. A lot of downtime at work, so. Right. That's the truth. <laughs> All right, so if people want to follow you, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Instagram at Lady Kendall. L A D Y K E N D O L L. And if you're interested in video games, you can find me at the same username on twitch.tv slash Lady Kendall. Oh my god. Um, if you want to find me, my Instagram is Kyle L. Henderson, and my Twitter handle is Kyle L. Henderson. My Snapchat, which I don't really use, but I'm going to try to figure it out one day, is also at Kyle L. Henderson. And I forget to say this a lot on this show, but if you haven't gone to uh, Apple Podcasts and given the show a review, please do. Give me a five stars. Or, you know, be a jerk and not give me five stars. Whatever. But leave a review, because if I get any reviews, I'll read them on the show, and I'll give you a shout-out. And also, if you are interested in this conversation and you want to know more or have more questions or have some comments, go to the We Need to Talk Facebook page. That's where the conversation starts and ends. Actually, the conversation never ends because I find stuff on that page to bring to the show and I take things from the show to that page for further discussion. So let's get talking, people. And as of right now, me and Kendall are going to go ride a roller coaster at the park. Yeah. Bye. Bye.